You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the show where two uh, uh, more than acquaintances, friends, <laughs> best friends, go back in time, pick some movies they want to watch that maybe they've missed or they're nostalgic about, yeah. and we just talk about them. Yeah. My name's Matt Morris, and I'm joined by young Alan being sucked into a board game. <laughs> There's a lot of annoying screaming in this movie. There is a lot, a of, lot annoying of annoying screaming. screaming from little girls and, and little boys. Oh, man, that girl screams forever when the bats come after her. Oh, man, she does. She's a Broadway star. Is she? Yeah. Wait, um, the girl who played young Sarah? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, she was in Legally Blonde, the musical, the one that was filmed for MTV all those years ago. Really? Um, I had no idea. Crap it. I forgot her name, but she's uh, she's good. Yeah, she grew up. Uh, she grew up? <laughs> she grew up, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. So <laughs> her name is Laura Bell Bundy. There you go, Laura Bell Bundy. Yeah. Related to Ted Bundy, the murderer. So. <laughs> or Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> and Al Bundy. <laughs> Not or, and. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Gabe, I wanted to ask you. Yeah, what's up? Are there any board games in your past that you're passionate about <laughs> that you played and maybe got sucked into, maybe didn't? Mm, um, that's a good question. You know, as a kid, didn't play a lot of board games until uh, really I met and hung out with you. Yeah. Uh, we had a group for a little bit we in college. Did. We, we had a group in college. We'd get together and play some games. And mm-hmm. I I had a, a romantic affair with board games for a few years and collected several, and they're still there. But I realized that I really like them. Yeah, and I love to play them with people who like to play them, but it's hard for me to get into a new game. It, it kind of yeah. gives me fog brain. It's hard to teach. It's hard to. It's teach. also hard to listen to if somebody's teaching it you. It Really is. It's hard to learn and listen, and it's it's so hard to get people to enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. So you have to find people who really want to play. Otherwise, it's just a beat down. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, had Monopoly as a kid, played it a few times. Don't really remember a thing about it, but that is a that is like a point of contention in the yeah. in the gaming world. I mean, it takes forever. Some people love it, oh. and some people hate it. Man, I, I don't was... know why. I don't know why they love it or hate it. Uh, I mean, I think it has its merits. It's easy to understand. You yeah. roll some dice, you yeah. buy a house. It's all on the cards. Yeah, but uh, it does take forever. It's like Risk. Is it? Is it that long of a game? No, I mean, obviously, Risk can take a long, long time. Like Risk can take days. I remember my dad. It, uh was always really into like history and especially mm-hmm. like war. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and my brother was too. So they would play these games that would take a couple of days and they would leave the board out. Yeah. Like at the dinner table. So we'd be eating around oh, this yeah. board. Us too. We do that at Thanksgiving. Like Risk would be out yeah. in a room and you'd go and take your turn. And it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I like Risk. Yeah. Uh, but also it, it does take a long time. But Monopoly can take hours. Yeah. That's what I, I vaguely remember. I don't know if we ever like finished a game of Monopoly as yeah. a kid. I was going to bring up uh, my grandparents. Uh, when they were alive, a, a lot of us would come together for big like family events or just like um, just to just to be there. Like yeah. my, all of my aunts would come in town and like we'd hang out with all of our cousins. Um, and uh, there was a, a a version of Monopoly, Clintonopoly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Agiopoly. 
Oh, there's so, so many. We had a couple of uh, oh, different yeah. versions. Have you have you heard about the new millennial uh, monopoly where you use credit cards and apparently oh. jail is you go to your parents' house. Oh wow! Like you go live with your parents instead That's of going funny. to jail. I could get behind that. Yeah, you buy like lattes and stuff. And... <laughs> you buy stock in Twitter. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. That's funny. There's a billion monopolies out there. Yeah. Um, which I don't know why you're asking me about board games though. That we're, we're reviewing the the new Jumanji, right? About the video games. Oh no, Gabe! Did I watch the wrong movie? <laughs> yeah. oh. Was Jack Black in the one that you watched? Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's work through it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love a good board game. I uh, I bet there was probably a board game of Jumanji at some point. There was. Th- there was a video game of it. No, there was a board game. There my, was. Uh, one of my cousins owned okay. it. And also, if you read the trivia for this movie, um, one of the like actual set props they use, like one of the actual Jumanji boards was sold for like $70,000 oh, like, wow. years ago or something like yeah, that. So. It's pretty. It's a nice little prop. A yeah. little wooden, wooden, wooden box there. And the pieces move by themselves. Yeah, that's by, pretty cool. by magic. So, yeah. you know, that's cool. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we've been skirting around. Let's get into it. Today, we're talking about Jumanji. No, I, I don't go by that name anymore. Sarah Whittle? What do you want? 26 years ago, you played a game with a little boy down the street. A game with drums. How do you know that? I was that little boy, Sarah. You killed her. Leave a message and the doctor will call you back at his earliest convenience. Dr. Bornstein, it's Sarah Whittle calling. Listen, if you could call me back as soon as you can. I think I need to have my dosage checked. That event we've been discussing for a long time now, the one that didn't really happen. Oh boy, I'm having an episode here today with a little boy that didn't really disappear. I'm sitting in his living room drinking lemonade. If you could call me, I'd really, really be interested in your interpretation. Thank you so much. Call me back ten minutes before the hour. While we're waiting. Whoa! God! Sarah, Sarah, no, no, no! Oh, no! Sarah! Sarah, no. Sarah please, Alan, come I have spent over 2,000 hours in therapy convincing myself that this doesn't exist. See what happened to you? It was so awful. I made up that. Sarah, 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 it was awful. It sky. was awful. It was awful. It really was. Jumanji was directed by Joe Johnston, who directed October Sky. Oh, yeah. Uh, Great movie. One of the Captain America movies. Great and movie. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, he, he's good, man. He has a list of hits. Yeah. Now, he has a few duds. I didn't um, read the duds. What are the duds? <laughs> oh, man. He directed Wolfman. Did you ever see that? The Benicio Del Toro movie? No. With Anthony Hopkins? No. Oh, my gosh. It's... it's up there with as one of the worst movies I have ever seen. Not as good as Werewolf in Paris. <sighs> no. Um, <laughs> he also directed uh, Jurassic Park three, oh, which was okay. a big, uh, big old letdown. Yeah. But he directed The Rocketeer, which is an awesome, yeah, classic special Disney he, movie. He's got a resume. Ninety one, and he's directing the new Chronicles of Narnia. Apparently, The Silver Chair. Oh. So I didn't know there was another one. Yeah, I think they're bringing it back. How after, many more are there? They've direct. They've had 
three. Mm. And there's like seven. Oh, no. <laughs> six or seven. Books. Oh, no. Yeah. So I don't know. But he's he's good. I, I like. I mean, he's. I think he's a perfect director for this movie. Yeah. 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 Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, writers. There's like eight of them, <laughs> so I, I'm not gonna list all of them. You would. Yeah. We wouldn't know who they are. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I mean, between them, they all have like good credits, but I'm not gonna read all their names. So sorry. Uh, actors: Robin Williams, Kirsten Dunst, Bonnie Hunt, David Greer. There's a lot of people in this. Love movie. me some Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt's great. She's funny. Um, especially in this movie. She's one of the better yeah. better performances in this she, movie as a whole. She's great. Um, the budget for this movie was $50 million. It grossed $262.8 million worldwide. Nice. Did pretty well. Um, not as well as Cezanne, though. <laughs> Cezanne <laughs> not did as well as $100 million better, yeah. which is surprising. Yeah, not a lot of movies do as well as Cezanne. No. Um, I'll say that. No, Cezanne was great. Those are like Marvel numbers for 95. Oh, yeah. For, if you count for inflation, that's like $8 billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the tag for this is a game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind. Okay, and I want to ask you, does that feel very clunky? Well, you, you read it clunky. A oh. game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind. Oh, you're reading like a rhyme. Yeah, that's how they say it in the movie. Kirsten Dunst doesn't say it that way. She does. No. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't rhyme it. She totally rhymes I remember it. when she said it, I was That's like... That's the whole point. Every time you roll the dice, the clue is yes, rhyming. Yes, yeah. But I remember when she said it, I was like, that's a very strange way to say that. You said, a game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world <laughs> behind. That's how you read it. So it is clunky the way you do it. You don't like that? A game for those who seek to find a way to leave the world behind. <laughs> I think they should read every rhyme like that. Yeah, honestly. I'll try to look up some rhymes while we while we review it, just to, okay. to prove it to you that it's. I know they all rhyme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the fact for this is during a guest appearance on Clive Anderson All Talk, a UK chat show. <laughs> I was like, "What is that show?" <laughs> Robin Williams told a story about filming the scene where Alan wrestles a crocodile. He said that in one take, he got a little carried away and thumped the crocodile with his elbow, forgetting that there was a man inside the suit. Oh, wow. He heard a voice inside the crocodile suit yell, hey, in protest. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy inside of it? I guess so. Wow, because it moves very, uh, especially when he's riding it, it's very yeah. animatronic, side to side, like really like it's hydraulic, you know, yeah. it doesn't look like there's a guy, but I guess maybe for when it's like... Hey! <laughs> yeah when it's floating and swimming maybe that's there's a guy in it could you imagine like all that water it's probably warm probably it's, like, it's probably freezing in, in that set or in that suit yeah not not good no it'd be gross things aren't good a rubber suit yeah. be all sweaty in there and just <laughs> nasty and humid i bet that water was cold though maybe it you was so? warm you think they have to there's like a I don't know. Union rule that water has to be warm for actors. I feel like if Robin Williams is in short shorts like that. He was in pants. Wasn't it? Was shorts? he in pants at that point? Yeah. Oh, that's did right. Did you he... watch the movie? I did, I did watch the this movie. This is at the end of the movie, too. This is like the last scene. <laughs> I don't know if I paid attention throughout the whole thing. <laughs> but, but you watched. Uh, we'll find out as we talk through this. Yeah. So the movie opens with two brothers burying something in the ground we don't really know what it is at this point man a great actor too oh yeah what does he say he's like uh the the kid gets like he falls in the hole they're digging and the it's after me is like pulling him it's not pulling him but he's freaking out because it's yeah. dun, 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 dun. yeah he goes it's after me and yeah he pulls him out of the hole 
And uh, this is 1869, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and the older brother is like, don't you ever speak of this again. No. What does he say? The kid goes, what happens if someone finds it? And the kid, <laughs> <laughs> based on all his watching of other movies before he was cast as an actor, turns to his little brother and goes, squints his eyes and goes, then may God have mercy on his soul. <laughs> and he whispers it like that. It's really bad. It's very bad. I can't imagine they found the, the best young talent around. Yeah, they told him, hey, say this in a dramatic way, and he definitely did. Mm. Yeah, instead of it being real, it was, may God have mercy on his soul. <laughs> <laughs> so we flash forward to 1969. Um, Alan Parrish, a young man, is chased by a pack of bullies to his dad's shoe factory. Um, he goes inside. He talks to David Alan Greer a little bit. Uh. <laughs> hey, this is where I was confused. I, I forgot as a kid, because as a kid you don't really think about it. Is it is it nineteen sixty? Does it say sixty nine? It does say it's nineteen. Oh, okay. So I was paying attention. Yeah, you were because I <laughs> because everything else in this movie it feels like it's like nineteen fifty two, and then you see David Allen Greer, yeah, with an afro and <laughs> this super modern nineteen nineties sneaker that he's designed. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the next big, big thing. And so I was like, they didn't really put a lot of thought into that. He does say, if I can get Wilt Chamberlain to put these on, he does, then, yeah. then I'll, be, yeah. I'll make it big time. And it's a sleepy town. Maybe they it's just haven't. They're slow. They don't want yeah. to adopt, they want to adopt that, that hip stuff. You yeah, know? they haven't gotten around to it. They have yeah. their way of life. Right. Um, but he goes inside. Uh, as you said, David Allen Greer shows him uh, this tennis shoe he's working on. Gets put on a conveyor belt. Con God, I cannot talk. That's okay. Try conveyor again. Conveyor. Conveyor. Belt. Yep, yep, yep. yep Let's yep. put on a conveyor belt. And uh, it gets sucked into this thing. It gets shredded. Uh, and Alan's dad comes over and says, who did this? Yeah. He walks oh, away. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. So he goes outside, and rightfully, he gets beaten up by a bunch of bullies because he's a bad kid. Didn't speak up when he was supposed to. Because he's a bad kid. <laughs> he's a bad kid. That's not why he gets beat up. But doesn't yeah. accept uh, ownership of his mistakes. He gets no, he, beat up by some bullies, and that's about it. Yes. He gets beat up by some bullies because he was seen hanging out with the, the lead bully's girlfriend. Right. And the lead bully takes offense to this because he's insecure. Correct. Um, and doesn't think that, that boys and girls can be friends. That's the gist. Sure. So um, he kind of just like drunkenly waltzes around after his bike gets stolen and <laughs> he has a concussion. Uh, he hears some drum beats. Dun, 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 dun. And he just walks onto a construction site. Yeah. And no one says anything. No one says a thing. They, they, they set it up where it's like, all right, boys, it's time for lunch. But, <laughs> and no one says a word to him yeah. while he's on a, you know, not wearing, he's not wearing a hard hat. No. No. And also, he's 12. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's not an adult. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's because his dad owns the town. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And they're like, eh, just let the parish boy hang let around. Let the parish kid do what he wants. But he goes over to the spot where he hears the drums coming from and he pulls out Jumanji, Jumanji. from the wall. And eventually someone sees him. He looks over and there's a yeah. guy staring at him. It's, like, it, what is this kid it, doing? You think someone's going to come to that too. The guy's like looking at him and then he just he walks away. And he's you know what would have been better is if we hear all the drums do 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 and he, he like pulls it out of the box and he's staring at it and all you can hear are the drums and then somebody grabs him from behind a jump scare says hey kid that would have been great and then he runs away with yeah. the board game yeah but that that didn't happen uh yes. so alan pulls jumanji out jumanji <laughs> jumanji <laughs> <laughs> jumanji 
<laughs> I was reading another word in my notes. Jumanji. Jumanji. Uh, I, I really wish this was called Jumanji. African Gunji. Remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> what movie was that? Richard Pryor and... Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, I was some Prime uh, Gunji. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they're, we're in, the, they're in prison long. together? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. So he pulls out Jumanji. Thank you. And... <laughs> Starts to play the game until his mom stops him. So he rolls the die, um, and then he sees the piece move, and his mom comes and he slams it shut yeah. and hides it. Uh, Sarah comes over, and uh, she also starts to hear these drums. So we, we learn that only young people can hear the drums because the parents don't hear it. Sure, yeah. Um, they play the game, and some pretty crazy stuff happens. Some crazy sh- happens, man. So she rolls the die, and some bats come out, Everything goes crazy, and then he rolls the die, and yep. uh, and then he gets sucked. In, in the, the jungle, game. you must wait till the dice read five or eight. In the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight. Yep. that's how you say it, right? That's how you say it. <laughs> yep. So he gets magically sucked into this board game in a swirling vortex of bad CGI. Hey, for ninety five. Oh yeah, no. This movie's great for ninety five. The monkeys I have exception with. The monkeys are terrible. Everything else in this movie is awesome. Yeah, the um, stampede. It's like ugh, Oh yeah. Like Man, and well like and also the so he gets sucked into a board game. She is losing her her S because yeah. naturally you would. And then it's really uh by the way, this is a dark movie. Mm-hmm. For ninety like for a kid's movie there's a lot of really dark things that happen in this movie. It's funny and and interesting, but like it's scary too. Yeah. I remember I loved it as a kid because it was just that right amount of suspense and fear. And whimsy. You know, she rolls this these the dice for these bats mm-hmm. and they hear them in the chimney. Yeah. And it's super creepy. And they're these African bats, so they're giant and yeah, what they, they burst out of the fireplace and it looks real. I mean, even for now, because it's I think it looks good because it's a bunch of bats at once. Yeah. It's not one thing. Yeah, you're not you're not staring at one yeah. one piece. So it looks really good, and a bat lands on her shoulder and looks at her, and she's yeah, which <laughs> that was is, pretty which funny. is like an <laughs> animatronic thing. Its head like yeah, like looks turns. at her. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it opens its mouth and yeah, uh, and she runs out screaming. And the door closes behind her. One of the many uh, annoying long girl screams you mentioned. She doesn't yes. stop screaming for about thirty seconds. Well, because I guess she's continually being chased down the street <laughs> yeah. by by bats. But yeah. yeah. Those are some vicious bats. They man. are. They're vicious. Uh, so uh, it's modern day now, which is 1995. Nice fade on nice the door. Fade. Shows a nice aging process. Yes. Um, a family is in this home now. They just bought it. The family members are Judy. Uh, Judy is played by Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Peter and Nora, who is played by B.B. Newer. The great B.B. Newer. Uh, so Peter thinks he sees a bat in the attic. So he goes up, he's like looking around the house, checking it out. There's leaves everywhere. It's dirty. It's d- dingy, dank, whatever you want to call it. It's real dank. Super dank. <laughs> super super dank. cool. He does see a bat. He does. Yeah. He goes upstairs, opens the attic. You hear noises. We don't see the bat, but he sees the bat. No, we do. Do we see us. the bat? Uh-huh. I did not watch this. It's movie. hanging. <laughs> you didn't. It's hanging. I watched the, the modern it's, Jumanji. Uh, it's creepy. It's hanging from the rafters and it spreads its wings and goes. Yeah. And then he goes, ah, and he runs out of the, the attic. Runs out of the attic. By the way, I hate Peter. Oh, uh, Peter's not good. He is so annoying. Especially when he becomes a little monkey boy, oh. and all you hear is like, <laughs> Yeah, the director was like, hey, Peter, when you're a monkey, make little monkey sounds when you're upset. 
So it rains on him. And he's like, and you're like, shut up. He was the voice of Chip in Beauty and the Beast. Really? Yeah. So uh, he was coming off of that Beauty and the Beast fame. Yeah. I guess. And then it all stopped. Yeah. Also, <laughs> no, he still works. Does he still work? Yeah, he does. He's, he's uh, look at his profile. He does a lot, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does a lot of voiceover you. work and also just he's in shows and stuff. Yeah. Well, good for him. Hopefully mm-hmm. he stopped the monkey noises. Yep. He doesn't look as uh, handsome now as he did as a, as a young strapping boy. But, <laughs> as a young uh, monkey man. He, he's changed. <laughs> uh, so Judy and Peter hear the drums. And so they go upstairs and they start to play the game. Some some other crazy stuff. I'm gonna say crazy stuff happens a lot. They a lot find of crazy stuff yeah, they find the game. Uh, they're supposed to be going to school. Yes. And their aunt leaves, and they they hear the drums, and they go up. And this is after a exterminator has come over and said, "No bats up here." Yeah. And now, uh, and he, she's like, "He said he saw this," and he's like, "That's an African bat. We don't get those in New England." Yeah. Yeah. A girl said she saw those thirty oh, yeah. years ago, and then the oh, yeah. kid was chopped up and hidden yeah. into something. Great writing where the the guy the the a hole adult is like, as for me, I wouldn't want to live in a house where somebody was murdered. And you're, and you're like, you're such, you're such a jerk. <laughs> There's always got to be that weird guy yeah. who says too much, you know. Yeah, yeah. In a kids movie, I feel like that's a pretty common device. Yeah, but this is uh so right off the bat, the intensity of Jumanji begins because the, yeah. f- the first role is it's such a like I said, it's dark. It's very suspenseful. They roll in these. Uh, it's like mosquitoes. One, yeah, once that they they make you something, make you twitch. Uh, something something make you itch. Make you itch, and this terrifying giant mosquitoes come out of nowhere and sort of attack these kids, and they hit them. Yeah, and then after that, the lion shows up, mm. and I love this scene. It's a, yeah, it's a good looking lion. It's it's well yeah, it's when, when it's a practical real lion, it's yeah. it's all right, which it is in the beginning. Yeah, but it's great because when it's peeking out of the shadows. It looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the the clue is creepy, and then they they're like, "What is that?" And you just it cuts to this uh, piano, and it shows these giant paws like step down, mm-hmm. and then it's an awesome shot. It cuts to this dark. It's them looking into the darkness, and this face, this puppet, like yeah. sticks its face out and slowly reveals, and it's really scary. I love yeah. it. But uh, obviously, they run away, and they lock it in a room downstairs. Well, Robin oh, they, they they lock him in the attic. Or wait, no, no. Robin Williams. No, it, cha- it chases them, and Robin Williams. Robin appears Williams too. Comes out. I guess. I guess he came out with the lion. That's a that's yeah. a that's a plot hole. They don't they don't say. Well, they about. He, they rolled a five, right? Oh, right, right. The, yeah. That's right. So, so Peter yeah. rolled a five, and yeah. earlier in the movie, it said uh, you're, five or eight. Basically, you're stuck in the game until you roll a five or eight. Right. So, so he said someone rolled a five or an eight. Yeah. yeah. And he freaks out, but he he fights the lion sort of and locks it in a room, and yeah. Yeah, and uh, Robin Williams, giant beard. Giant beard. He looks Impressive very homeless. Impressive beard. He looks really homeless. I'm sure and it's I, fake. Also, I want his uh, weird-looking leaf hat. His little turtle hat yeah. thing. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's like a leaf hat. You're yeah. right. It's very cool. Leaf helmet. But um, the scene's pretty long, but we get introduced to Robin Williams, so old Alan. Uh, but he has been stuck in this board game for 20 years. He comes out, he looks around his old house, he looks for his mom and dad, they're not there. His old room is untouched, apparently, nobody's gone in there yeah. and cleared it out. Yeah. Uh, but he sees a picture, and Sophie pointed this out to me, it's a picture of his mom and dad on the night that they, that left. they left, Yeah. which is weird. It is weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they just like, that, put that picture in there after point. he's gone. After their son disappeared, they just 
But a picture of themselves in his room, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they weird. I don't think they realized we would catch that. Yeah, yeah. maybe not. They thought people were stupid. Yeah, we were smart. We are smart. Sophie's smart. I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. Yeah, that's true. I didn't notice it. Uh, But he uh, goes in and he looks around the town. Uh, He uh, goes to the factory and there's a squatter living there now who tells him the story of his dad and how he. Spent all of his money looking for Alan, yeah, basically, sad. and they went bankrupt. Nice little and... theme here too. The music is every, every time oh, they yeah. his parents like. I don't know how it goes. It's, it's really <laughs> it's good. Sweet. Yeah, that's exactly like that. He's sad. Yeah, he's yeah. sad. He finds out that both of his parents died in 1991, and I'm a. Did they say? Is it an accident? I don't remember. No, I don't, they don't say. I think they're just, just sadness. Older and they yeah. were like 60. <laughs> oh, I guess well, it's not that old then. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't think they say, but yeah, their hearts are broken. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, they died along with their son. Yeah. The day that he left. I mean, his died. dad isn't that old. Not not that young when he's a kid. So yeah, he was probably in his mid to late forties. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We're not going to try and sew together the uh, plot holes. Of yeah, Jumanji we're not. Here. We're not. We're not going to do that. Um. So. At this point, the kids realize that they have to play the game. Um, they're pretty smart. They realize if we don't play this game, it's going to go on go forever. Mm-hmm. None of this will go away. Yeah. And they try to get Alan to play. Alan's like, no, nah, I'll watch you, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch you play the game. <laughs> and so uh, they keep rolling, or they, they want to play, but then they realize that it's Sarah's turn because Peter rolls the die, nothing happens. Um, and he rolls it again, nothing happens. And then they see there are four pieces on the board, and they say, "Okay, that's mine. That's yours. That's Alan's. Who's that?" Sarah. They gotta go find Whittle. Sarah. Yes. Uh, so they go, and she's like a gypsy now. She's like a palm like a reader. fortune teller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and she changed her name. Doesn't go by Sarah anymore. I don't remember yeah, what she said. She Madam goes by. something. Yeah. But basically, she tried to disassociate herself from everything that she went went through. Uh, but they go and they they convince her to play. So they bring her back to the. The home, which is a great piece of acting by Bonnie Hunt. She's yeah. it's really funny. She's on the phone with the therapist and she's crying and she's really stressed out and she mm-hmm. does a great job, um, freaking out. It's it's good because she says like I can conv- I spent twenty six years convincing myself that this game isn't real and that you died and I imagined all of this and now it's all coming back. But it's a it's a nice little performance from her. Yeah, as I said before, like probably the best performance in the movie. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah, she's good. But who do you think's better, Robin Williams? I mean, he's not he's not bad. David Don Greer? He's Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, Kirsten he, Dunst? David Don Greer is the best part. I also like the, <laughs> the the actor who plays the dad and the hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Van Pelt. Yeah, I didn't realize he was both Same until guy. I rewatched yeah. it yeah. this time around. Uh, so they play the game, um, and Sarah rolls, or someone rolls, and a bunch of plants take over the house. Yeah. Um, which is cool. They start to see this like ivy come up from the ground. And the cool thing about the way that this works is that Alan has been living in this world forever, so he's kind of their inside guy. He knows yes. how things work, so yep. he tells them like, "Hey, stay away from the ones with the purple that are, ones that are purple because they shoot poisonous barbs at you. Stay away from the red ones or whatever because they'll the eat pods, you. the giant, and the it's pods. this terrifying giant like Venus flytrap esque, disgusting, terrifying yeah. flower that wants to consume them. And as he says that, uh, I think it's Sarah, not Sarah, uh, Judy. His leg gets pulled, and then and then she gets pulled towards the plan, and it's about to get eaten. Yeah. Uh, but then Alan comes through with a sword and chops it. Is it the boy or is it? I can't. I think it's Judy. Oh, okay. Well, I could be wrong. In true '90s fashion, they had to throw in the line, 
harvest time. <laughs> who said that? Robin Williams. Oh, did he? He gets the sword and he goes, harvest time, yeah. and cuts the plant. Yeah. But you know, a 10 year old boy is like, red. Oh, yeah. I probably loved it. It was like, yes, it's harvest time. You got it. <laughs> and then you said harvest time for like two weeks after <laughs> probably, that. Like, prob- every- <laughs> probably eating your Brussels Except sprouts. Except it's also clearly dubbed. Like, it didn't, oh, work. Really? it didn't work out. So you see him and it doesn't line up with his mouth at all. It's really oh, bad. No. Yeah, it's really bad. I did not notice. I think I was writing my next note, which is Alan rolling his die. And summoning Van Pelt, who is uh, kind Scary. of like a early 19th century like uh, yeah, explorer Rudyard type. Yeah, Rudyard Kipling type, uh, like Anglo-Saxon, the great white hunter. Yeah, he's got yeah. one of those big billow hats that yeah. uh, it goes around the head and is really tall a and spike pointy. spike on the top, yeah, and a, and a huge mustache, like mutton chops, basically. And a huge rifle. Giant rifle. Very cool. Very cool. It's creepy too because, and Robin, I think Robin Williams has a lot of great subtlety in this movie. He's reading the clue, yeah. and as he reads it, he realizes before he finishes a sentence what yeah. it is. And so he stands up and finishes the sentence, and he's like, The Hunter. Yeah. And he goes, Van Pelt. And then the bullet shatters the window, and the giant right. Yeah, it's good. I gotta say, for being an expert marksman, <laughs> he misses a lot of wide he, open shots he, he, on Robin Williams. He does miss a lot of shots. So I wouldn't trust him on the expedition. You know, we wouldn't have a movie if uh, he just shot him. I think the movie would be better if yeah. uh, 30 minutes in, <laughs> Robin Williams <laughs> just gets his, his brains blown He just out. can't play the game and it's yeah. over. <laughs> uh, so Judy rolls and a stampede happens, yeah. which we talked about earlier, but actually looks very good. It looks fantastic. Nice totally. Like coming from a movie like Species. Oh, dude. It uh, looks great. It looks so good. Yeah, uh-huh. It looks so good. Um, and and it, it it lines up really well, too, because it's a blend of CGI and real. You know, things have to break and explode. And yeah. So they, they did it really well. Like, the wall pops open, and that's mm-hmm. CGI, too. But, I mean, it's good. It looks great. And uh, we did gloss over it. I guess I forgot to write it down. But earlier in the movie, they did summon the monkeys. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is Don't more in line with species than... Yeah. Than, the rest their, of their faces are very cartoony. They don't. They look, are. They look terrible. We just didn't know how to do lighting back then. Yeah, which is a huge thing. Texture lighting. We couldn't have that. Yeah. So their faces are just like this flat, pale, like purple color. Yeah, it's really creepy just looking. With, they just don't look real. They look more human than 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 ape. Yeah. Um, and they're also. I hate the the need to. Although it is a kids movie, but I hate the need to give these monkeys like personality. Personality where they're they're riding a motorcycle at one yeah. point with a gun. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> this monkey like it. grabs three kitchen knives and flips one in his hand like yeah. an expert, you know, knife thrower, and throws it. All just all this stuff that you're like, okay, come on, like stop it. But it's a kids movie, so I'm pretty sure they use the uh, the um, I, I don't know what it is from Star Wars, but the <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The little robot sounds? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they use that for, for the monkeys. monkeys. Like the, oh. when the monkey turns on the stove, the stove. and he falls back, you're yeah. like, yeah! Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the monkeys kind of become a character in a way. Sure. I like that. They're always around. It's a little through line. You never yeah. know when they're going to come in and mess something they're up. They're wreaking havoc everywhere, yeah. It's a good device because, I don't know, they, they all, they're always doing something and you know at some point it's going to impact yeah. someone. So I, I yeah. did like the monkeys quite a bit, even though, even though they looked weird. Um, <laughs> So yeah, after they summon the stampede by accident, uh, a bird comes in, this giant 
dinosaur pelican, pelican thing. thing yeah steals, steals the board the game. game takes it to this river drops it in the river <laughs> after uh, robin williams tries to get it back from him and pd ends up uh, i'm calling him pd now is it peter it's peter okay sorry peter. That, right Got is it, it. pd you have yeah. to question yeah, myself peter. now peter you're right okay <laughs> Yeah. So he uh, ends up doing some acrobatic work and yeah. uh, saves it. Saddles a, a a tree that's been tipped over, dangles. turns himself upside down, dangles upside down, grabs the board game out of the river, saves it, and saves it. Yeah, go Petey. This is after Robin Williams uh, created a wound in him as a little boy, like all fathers do, and he goes, "Oh, he yells, why out. didn't you grab the game, Peter?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that wait, that comes after this. No, it's before. Oh, that, is it before? So this? that's why Peter makes the effort to go save the board game. Oh. And and they're all like, Great job, Peter. Yeah. And Bonnie Hunt's like, Come on. And like to Robin Williams. Yeah. And he's like, Great job, whatever. Let's go. And he's yeah. the, for some reason they create this ang- and I guess you see that Robin Williams is behaving like his father did towards him. Yeah. Because he doesn't really know any better. But yeah. Great character work. Yeah. They they kind of do this and then they don't really circle back around with it. They yeah. do. He helps Peter later when he becomes a monkey. Even like, even though Alan is still pretty much a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's had no adult interaction <laughs> yeah. except Van Pelt, the hunter. <laughs> and yet he knows also a plot hole. Like He comes back with a great sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they take care to make sure he doesn't reference anything beyond 1969. Yeah. I think Schwarzenegger should have played this part. This comes back as a hardened... <laughs> like, uh, megalomaniac oh that'd be so great that'd be so good uh so at this point they're walking back down the road and a character we haven't really mentioned much david allegria we made fun of him but he's a a cop now so he used to work in the shop uh making shoes for alan's dad but now he's a cop and he's been kind of on their tail he's suspicious of robin williams because it's an older man that kind of showed up out of nowhere and is hanging out with a bunch of kids yeah Uh, so they see him on the side of the road and he ends up detaining alan and takes him to the police station yes or is going to take him to the police station uh before alan tells him that he knows who he is and who he is and 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 alan goes with him because we realize the hunter van pelt has a new we missed the scene where he buys a new gun with like doubloons or whatever (laughs) (laughs) uh it's a funny moment where he goes in and just buys this massive like war weapon that you know isn't real semi-automatic sniper rifle like huge and yeah and uh so he's he's trying to pick Robin Williams off. He actually shoots a few, and it's so quiet yeah. that they, yeah, he misses. But Robin Williams realizes it and gets in the car so he can have some protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, uh, they they try to play the game again. So at this point, it's just Judy, Peter, and uh, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, and Peter starts turning into a monkey boy <laughs> because he he cheated. He uh, instead of rolling the die, he just held them above the board in the position he wanted. Of a so twelve, he, he wanted yeah. to get a twelve because yeah. he was twelve spaces away from winning. So he holds it above the board and drops it. Yeah, but the game is too smart for that. The game knows. The game knows he was cheating. Yeah, and says you have to go back to the beginning of the game, and also you're a monkey boy now. <laughs> it's a funny moment where he's like, "I wasn't cheating. I was just trying to do this." And Bonnie Hunt was like, "Well, yeah, that's cheating." <laughs> but We've all done. Now that, he's I a think. really annoying monkey boy, and. Huh. I also hate his monkey makeup because he looks uh, exactly the same as the Who's in The Grinch, and I hate that makeup, too. I despise it. I despise him, and I despise them. This and is very Whoist of you. It's, <laughs> I'm a Whoist. I'm not going to lie to you. 
You shouldn't admit Stupid that in public. Stupid who's down in Whoville. <laughs> Why don't you like the makeup? Their mouths I, are too small. Just, their pointy little tiny noses. Yeah. And they, I just don't like it. I don't it know. looks different, too. Like, I understand that he's becoming more monkey-like as the movie goes, but yeah. it's just so inconsistent. It, it, yeah. it's. It, I don't like it. I don't like the whole monkey sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he, he liked the makeup. He liked getting it done. Oh, so okay. that, That's part of the trivia. He actually enjoyed the three-hour session of yeah, putting the monkey makeup on. Good for him. You know, he got to be a monkey boy. <laughs> uh, Van Pelt steals the board game from Peter and goes to a nearby supermarket for a standoff with Alan. Yes. Uh, because as we learn, uh, Van Pelt doesn't really care about the other characters. He doesn't care about them. Yeah. He was summoned by Alan, so yeah, that's so who he has to beat with and wants to kill. Yeah. Uh, so they they go to the supermarket. Uh, he, he he sort of like takes them hostage in the supermarket because he says, "Does he Alan, take them too?" I thought they yeah, followed him. I I think he does because he says okay. Alan will come for you. Okay, if you're here with me. So I don't know uh. if he, but they're there with him. I don't know, but that's that's like why he's with them because yeah. he's like Alan will come get you. Um, I also just want to talk quickly as we discuss this scene, but basically there's. The town is in chaos because there's a stampede, then there's monkeys, monkeys and there's people getting bitten by these mosquitoes. There's yeah. a very like dark moment where oh, a woman seizing out crashes a car and she's twitching. It's super yeah. dark. It's gross. Uh, that's earlier in the movie. But yeah. <laughs> did you catch the extras in this scene who are told like, "All right, you got to loot this store." Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, and all these moments where the main actors are doing what they've been told, there's just really bad extras like taking things off of shelves. Yeah. And there's this hilarious moment where they're in the store. They basically steal the board game from Van Pelt, which is the next note I'm sure you had. And it begins this overly long sequence where he is chasing them through a superstore, mm-hmm. trying to get the game back. And there's this hilarious moment that I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had filmed it for you, because <laughs> Peter runs. A, it just shows him run around a corner and around a, another like shelving unit. Mm-hmm. And this actor, this extra guy. <laughs> just runs and tries to get out of his way mm-hmm. but he's not running he's not panicked at all he's just kind of jogging out of the shot and yeah. kind of hops behind the shelving <laughs> unit because i guess he doesn't think he's like really on camera yeah but it's really funny too much destruction to go back and refilm it, it of an yeah extra. it's so funny because he just really half-heartedly does his yeah. job it's great it's kind of like some james cameron extras yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah or anyone like any christopher nolan extras are terrible yeah yeah it's great uh, so as you mentioned, they get the board game back from Van Pelt, and the way they do that is as Peter sets up this contraption with some oxygen tanks and a canoe. Another question: <laughs> Why do we always have to have booby traps in kid movies? Oh, because they're cool. <laughs> exactly. They're awesome. Because kids think they're cool. Yeah. So all of a sudden, no context. Peter's just a genius and, yeah. and puts together a weighted contraption with a weight set and two CO2 and can also carry and, those cans. Oh yeah. And, I mean, and like he, he's, and it's has a freaking welding mask out of nowhere. And just yeah. in, in about 20 seconds, he does this. And yeah. we're supposed to believe it. Van Pelt should have really like tied them up or put them in a cage. Yeah. He, he you know, he deserved what he got. He does. He didn't, he didn't check them at all, but he takes out Van Pelt sort of. Yeah. And, and this is uh this is where Alan gives a motivational speech to Peter. Tells me he did a good job. Uh, yes. So, Tying that knot, the yes. dad knot. He he lets his tail out of his monkey butt. Um, and this is where it just goes set piece to set piece. <laughs> so I just wrote down one word things that you can expand more rolling upon if you dice. Want. Uh, there's a monsoon. Yep, it rains on them. There's this is al- where the crocodiles alligator. come. From. <laughs> yeah, crocodiles. Uh, oh, they make it very clear they're crocodiles. Yes, they do. Alan they do. Says. Sorry, they do. because they don't have the fringe on their back yep. or whatever yep. it is. 
they summon some spiders. Those look terrible. Those are bad, but they're also scary. They are scary, but they used, the way they, move. they used real puppet spiders, and they move, but but they move so badly, like yeah. you, you can't see Matt's hand, they but bounce. You don't see their legs moving, which is what a spider would do. Mm-hmm. They just sort of bounce. Ding, 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 Imagine how much more scary spiders would be in real life if they just kind of like oh. bounce toward you. Oh, that would be terrifying, actually. <laughs> but if they could have made this, if there was good CGI, they could have showed them walking around and yeah, yeah. Um, and Alan also gets frozen in the floor, quicksand, yes. so he's stuck in the floor. So it's a tense scene because his face is coming out, and he could get killed by a spider. And there, there's the there's the funny moment where he what does he say? He like puts the fingers next to his mouth, and he's like, mm, we'll do the. What does he say? <laughs> what does he say? Oh, what? He, I can't remember. He let, he puts his fingers next to his mouth. Yeah. Oh no, I can't remember. I know he's his face is all smushed, and he's like, "We'd like to get out of the floor now." Yeah, no, but he does something with his mouth and his fingers he's, like that. I, he's uh, also blows. He's like <laughs> trying to blow yeah, a spider, to blow a spider, away, spider which away, which is funny. They must have just like had the camera on him for like five minutes. Like, yeah, just do whatever do you whatever want, Robin. <laughs> like, we'll just put it. We'll put parts of it in there. I think oh, I, I wish I could remember what he said. Maybe I missed it. Yeah, uh, it was so I, funny. I missed that part, but um. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird moment because they lose hope. They lose all hope in this scene. Yeah. Until they roll dice for an earthquake. Yeah. And it shakes the house. But a dark moment also. Judy gets tranked. Gets tranked by this demon flower. Yeah. And it's real like serious. And this flower pops up and shoots her in the neck and it like makes her pass out. And mm-hmm. there's a spider approaching and the kid is like holding Judy and they think everything they think it's all done. Yeah. And then earthquake frees Robin Williams from the the floor and the spiders run away and yeah. all that. Uh, so they get out and Alan uh, is about to take his final move. Van Pelt comes up and says, hold him, hold him where I can see him. Time's up, Sonny Jim. <laughs> he does say time's up, Sonny Jim. Something That's like right. that, yeah. Sonny Jim is a great Sonny Jim thing is to great. We someone. need to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Robin Williams is smart, and so he, he says, okay, and like, let's go of the die. They yeah. roll down the stairs. Van Pelt gives a 10-minute long speech and uh, Robin Williams is talking to him, but we see this die rolling down all these stairs, go down in the basement, goes down past a bunch of stuff, and eventually rolls the number that he needs to win. Yes. Uh, and then Van Pelt says any last words or something like that. And uh, Robin Williams says, Jumanji. 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 Goes, what? What? Jumanji. Uh, and another uh, CGI moment. Everything is sucked in yeah. uh, to a vortex like Alan was when he was a younger man. All back into the game. All back into the game. Except like all the vines and all the stuff in the house, but that doesn't matter because... Yeah. This is where they lose me. This is this <laughs> is where they sort of don't explain anything and you just kind of go with it. This is where the writer's like, just just finish. Just, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Just go. Just, just, just finish it up. So yeah. yeah, the stuff gets sucked back in. Zero's in on the, the center of the game and then it all goes quiet. Camera pans out and we're back in 1969. In the moment... You know, Bonnie Hunt is hugging Robin Williams, and now as a kid, as kids, they're hugging, mm-hmm. and uh, everything's normal. The house is there; nothing is there. It's nothing has ever happened. He hasn't died yet. But they remember all of this. They do, yeah. They remember. They get back, and because I guess they I guess, lived for twenty six uh, right. years and remembered all of it. Yeah. How emotionally scarred that would and be. Hor- that would be that horrible. Be? I'd be if Bonnie Hunt. I'd be like. Wait, I have to live my life all over again? <laughs> Maybe it's better this time around because she. Well, didn't, it clearly uh, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So now we believe that Alan reunites with his parents. He makes makes you know heals the relationship there as a kid. Mm-hmm. They grow up and get married. He and Bonnie Hunt get married. 
are pregnant. They request the the parents of Judy and and Peter mm-hmm. to come work for Alan because they know that they're going to die. Mm-hmm. Also, a very dark black comedy joke at the end. Yeah. When they're like, hey, they're at a Christmas party, and he says, when can you start? And he's like, oh, we're going to take a ski trip in the Rockies. And they both scream, <laughs> no! No! Because we learned that they died of a car crash. Yeah. And I, I was like, dang, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's funny, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of... Judy and Peter don't remember anything. No, they, well, they wouldn't. Because they were... Don't even try to... <laughs> no, but they wouldn't. They're part of that, that world that hadn't existed yet. But it makes sense that Robin Williams would remember because it happened to him as a kid. Mm. So they go back to when they were children. But yeah, maybe they shouldn't have remembered it. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. I don't know. I, the, the movie should have just ended in present day. Yeah. And Robin Williams has to, has to live his life. He live his life. He has to they... figure it out. That should be the second Jumanji is yeah. him living in the normal world. <laughs> Just him adjusting to like technology and stuff. Yeah, it's like Welcome to America. Yeah. Um. Another bad. Coming to America. An, Wait. Welcome to America. Yeah. Welcome to America. Coming to America. Coming to. I think it's coming to. Yeah, America. Yeah. Coming to America. Welcome to America is a song. <laughs> by Childish Gambino. No, huh? this is America. This is America. Anyway. Another bad plot hole here is when they are kids. It does take a moment to show. Alan Parrish and Sarah throwing the board game just casually over like the bridge yeah. of a stream no responsibility <laughs> yeah and in real life it would just have washed up on the banks of the stream about 100 feet away <laughs> and someone would have found it but it ends up in france but yeah it ends up in like fiji or some weird country where you have no idea on the beach yeah. for some reason which just makes no sense and that's the end of the movies two girls it was france because the two girls are speaking french were, was it french yeah i don't know if it was i don't i couldn't tell what it was but Qu'est-ce que c'est? okay and uh, yeah, so they, we are supposed to believe that they find it and all the craziness happens. <laughs> that means what is your name? Uh, Gabe, how did you feel about Jumanji? I have a soft spot in my heart for this movie because I saw this movie in theaters and loved it. And I love the book. I had the book as a kid before this was ever a movie. It's a gorgeous book. You should buy it. It's nothing like the movie. It's very beautiful and it's like a picture book. Um, and I think it's good for what it is. It's good. And the movie has terrible reviews. It has like twenty eight percent on Metacritic trashed. or something. Yeah, really trashed. And I can see that. But as a as a kids movie, like I'd love to watch those with my kids. I think they would totally dig it. I don't have kids, but someday when I do, they'll they'll love this movie. Mm-hmm. It's good. You just, yeah, you should watch it. It's fun. Will they love you though? Mm, probably not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not it's not a masterpiece, but it's certainly an enjoyable movie. Yeah. And not just even from a nostalgic point of view. I think it's I think it's a decent movie. It uh, has high stakes. It may not organize the stakes in a way that makes sense. Right. It seems like all the stakes come at the very end <laughs> of the movie. Uh, but there are some good performances in here from Robin Williams. Obviously, I mean, he's he's he was always great. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Can, did you, can you believe he died in twenty like thirteen twenty twenty twelve? That feels like forever ago. Gosh, it really does. You said that the other day too about um about. Someone and I was Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, no, it was our last episode. Who was it? Arlie Ermy. <laughs> he died last year, though. No, not Arlie Ermy. It was our last. It was our last discussion. Someone has has died since then. Oh, um, I don't anyway, know. I don't. Couldn't remember. tell you. But uh, but yeah, it is it is shocking. That it is shocking. And sad. And uh, but he he had a great performance. Bonnie Hunt was excellent. Uh, and, you know, even the kids were fine. 
Peter Peter obviously wasn't great when he came the Monkey Boy. It was kind of yeah, annoying. Yeah, and Kirsten Dunst is amazing. Kirsten Dunst is always great. With her as <clears throat> She's in my favorite movie of all time. Spider-Man Eternal Sunshine. Two? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man 2, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I would say it's an enjoyable movie. It does some cool stuff. It had great CGI for the time. Yeah. Um, I like the monkeys. David Allen Greer was funny. Um, it's, it's enjoyable. So you should watch it and come to your own conclusions. But I think that most people would probably at least enjoy it somewhat. Yeah. Until they get to the end and then yeah. things fall apart. But Yeah, I mean, uh, I've heard the new one's funny, but it's totally different and... Probably not as good. Pass. So, yeah. Pass. Yeah. Uh, I've had enough of The Rock. I know I'm going to catch some heat, but I've oh, had enough. Oh, yeah? Dude, you're, <laughs> had enough. you're just going to get more and more. He's just, enough. He's just going to be in more things. Don't worry. Had enough. Give me more Jack Black. Give me less Kevin Hart and less The Rock, please. All right. All right. Well, that's it, Gabe. That's it. That's it. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us at Rewind Cinema Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Find us at Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, if you like the music, you can listen to Natural Anthem uh, anywhere in the world. Sure. But especially naturalanthem.net. Wherever you listen to music. Wherever you listen to music. <laughs> uh, yeah, you like how like podcasts say yeah. that when it's like really vague? Like You can find us wherever you get yeah, your podcasts Yeah, but I mean, that, like that's what I would rather say now. Because yeah. you don't want to have to... like You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher, yeah, iTunes, right. Pocket Cast. Eh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, but you really can if you want to. Yeah. Um, and then what's the last thing I do? Oh yeah, we're part of the ACPN. <laughs> yes, which um, is a network of podcasts about nostalgic action, things. Action comedy podcast network. Yeah, it's not ACPN.net. Don't go there, but yeah. Google it. I still don't know what it is. We should really, we should really find this out. Um, let me fill time here. Uh, so why was six afraid of seven? Because seven was a horrifying movie. Oh, that's good. And everyone should be afraid of it. Um, so here's the thing. You're not wrong. It actually is. It's it's ACPNET.net. Oh, ACPN, ACPNET.net. Yep, ACPNET.net. I was really close. You were, um, so I, I don't blame you. But, I guess um, they couldn't buy the, dona- yeah. uh, the domain from ACPN.net. Yeah, but. yeah, ACPNET. .net. So okay. acpnentertainment.net, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Some great podcasts on there. Go check them out. Uh, but that's it. Next week, Gabe. We are. We're talking about a doozy. We're talking about a doozy, baby, with Jim Carrey. Oh, boy. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, boy. Nicole Kidman. Oh, boy. Val Kilmer. Oh, boy. And Chris Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crap, what's his name? Chris something. I don't uh, remember. We're talking about Batman Forever, so don't miss oh. this episode. I can't wait to tell you about a, a double nightmare that I had after seeing this movie. Uh, I'm so it's excited. seared into my memory, and I'll I never forget it. I can't wait to analyze it. Yeah. Yeah, so join us next week, and until then, Matt, watch more movies. As for me, I wouldn't want to live in a house where somebody was murdered.